0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: tonight continuation of parenting religiously naturally and spiritually part 2 now we had the session last week and we will continue with session 2 today but let's go ahead and so welcome to bishop who's on the line with us good evening bishop
2: good evening how are you doing
1: fine thank you sir fine thank you and yourself
2: i'm blessed there
1: very good. Well, we'll just be the two of us tonight because I believe the uh, pastor is at their missionary work at the prison. So with that we'll go ahead and get things started with opening prayer. Bishop, please.
2: Uh, Father God, we thank you for this day, a day that thou hast given to us that was not promised, a day that we have not seen before. We thank you, God, for waking us up this morning after we slept in slumber last night. We thank you, Lord God, for life, health, and strength. We're thanking you for being God all by yourself. Um, God, you said that, I am the Lord, Thou God, and if I was hungry, I would not kill you. Um, you said, I am sweeter than honey in the honeycomb. Um, Father God, let us do accordingly as thy word has said, um, according to your divine and perfect will, um, making ways out of no ways, making ways unto obedience. Um, Heal every sickness and every manner of disease this day, Lord God. Um, if anyone that is caught in their sins, uh, let deliverance come, let salvation come. Father God, according to your word, according to the power that rests within each and every one, knowing that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen, for them that come to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Father God, you look down this day with great compassion, and have mercy upon each and every one of us, Lord God. Um, look upon the conditions of the world today, God. Um, so much confusion, wars and rumors of wars and famine uh, in the land, Lord God, earthquakes and various places, uh, children against their parents and parents against their children. God, when all of these things has been prophesied, God, as time has gone on that these things would occur. But well, God, you prepare our hearts to meet God. You prepare us to love one another as thou hast loved us. For I love the Lord because he first loved me. Bless this broadcast tonight. God bless each and every one of its listeners. Bless the producers. God bless Pastor Dow. Bless God, Sister Shaquilla. God bless us, our brother Aaron. Oh God, bless God, the ones online. Father God in a miraculous way and God we shall render over to you. We surrender, God, uh, our hearts. We surrender our minds. We dedicate our lives uh, unto you, Father God. All these blessings we ask in thy son's name. uh. Now, you look upon the men and women on the battlefield of war, look upon those that are in their nursing homes and the common lesson homes, uh, those that are in the hospitals, uh, you look upon them this night, God, with great compassion. And let your divine and perfect will be done in our lives, not as we will, but as thy will be done for us. And God will be so careful to give your name the praise and the honor. All of these blessings will rest in nine son's name. Thank God. Amen. And amen and
1: amen to that. Bishop, two areas that I think we need to elaborate on. The servicemen and service women, we have to acknowledge their presence and their service. Yesterday, I believe, was Armed Forces Day. Then we just, that's the day when we recognize the services, services, military service of the United States that protect us. But the military cannot protect us without members. And the servicemen and women are the people who are doing that. Some of them come back alive, some of them don't, some of them come back injured, but nevertheless they do what they can to help us and keep us safe. So we want to take our hats, our hearts, our prayers out to them. Memorial Day right. is the other day that's right behind that. Memorial Day, as you can infer from the name Memorial, those are the servicemen and women who did not make it back alive. We in our prayers. And with that, we add that to what Bishop has been saying at the start, uh, praying for them, because we are human beings, and we are definitely, definitely. Bishop, any comments you want to start off with? Anything else?
2: Uh, Yes, and uh, that is so true. For those of us that have uh, been in the military, we know how, uh, bless God, that that works. And uh, we know that... uh, the. the war that they have to face and what they have to encounter, and as you said, for those that has uh, not returned back home uh, because of death and those that have returned back, mingled or whatever. And I wish the country would do more for them than they do uh, because without their protection of this country, because this particular uh, country have not had any war upon its soil since 1776. And so we want to continue to lift them up um, in this manner, and yes, the memorial, blessed be to God, for those that unfortunately they did not, blessed be to God, make it back home, and yet, keeping in mind that there will be hundreds of thousands uh, on uh, both sides, the uh, opposing side, uh, as well as the opposite side, uh, that will not return back home as well. So on both sides at all times, uh, we want to keep the men and women up in prayer. But above all, too, we want to also keep those that are caught in the crossfire, the innocent ones, amen, we want to keep them and their families in prayers as well, because there's a lot of death and a lot of mingle that goes on in those that are caught in the crossfires of these wars as well.
1: Yes, and there's a big disorder known as PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Many of our servicemen at home physically look okay because there's not a scratch on them. But everything is in their brain. Everything is in their mind. Reaction, their psychology. They have a hard time sleeping. They have a hard time readjusting to back home. The loud noise of weapons just keeps reaction. They, they, they fletch at every little thing that happens. And it makes it difficult for them to maintain a family life. So let's keep PTSD is a silent disorder. It doesn't... Announce itself in advance, but it causes all kinds of problems, and it's time-related. There's no immediate cure. There's not a pill you can take for it and and, and be cured. It takes time. It takes therapy. It takes takes nurturing. It takes someone face-to-face sitting down with that person and supporting them along the way, whether it be in therapy or it be at home or it be. So we keep those in prayer and keep them in mind. So okay, and we also yeah, have to keep in mind Shatila, excuse me Shatila is still in the hospital I am assuming she's in the hospital Since we haven't heard from her Any word from her, oh, Bishop? Have you seen a word from her?
2: I haven't heard from her as of yet uh, I still praying okay, But I have okay. not heard from her as of yet
1: Okay, okay, okay We'll, we'll continue praying for her Keep this in our prayer Okay I probably cut you off Did you wanted to add?
2: Uh, no, um, I was going to say that when we was in uh, war times, uh, we had what they called the Agent Orange that done even worse than that. Uh, but the post-dramatic oh, yeah. uh, syndrome that they have today, uh, it it it, uh, it, it uh, makes a person look so normal, but yet on the inside they're being torn apart. Yes. Uh, and one of the That's things true. that I've learned uh, in the uh, uh, war, America versus the World War, when we was training. We did not train with a lot of live uh, uh, ammo until we went out on the infiltration course uh, uh, when we had to qualify for our rifles. Uh, But uh, those people at all times in other countries, uh, they trained uh, uh, with live ammo, I mean, day in and day out. And not only that, um, a lot of the problems that these young people are having is because they are so young uh, having to go out on the battlefield and then being Confronted with death, and you're being confronted with all of these things that they are confronted with at a young age. Uh, no wonder that, person, yes. quote unquote, they have mind problems. They're mind snapper They are affected by these things. So that's why it is very crucial. Praise be to God. Not only Memorial Day, not only Veterans Day. Let's be to God. Not only on, a, on social day that we always keep those young men and young women lifted up in uh, God, because after all, uh, regardless of how much therapy that a lot of them go. Through it's going to take God to bring The average one of them out because Where you may think that one is Delivered they are not fully delivered Until at another time you'll See the effects come up so but yet When you give it over to God and see God take control of them along With the therapy that they go through it have a tendency of working hand On hand
1: Fantastic fantastic thank you Bishop Thank you Move on to tonight's Topic part two of the Parenting righteously, naturally, and spiritually. If you notice there, we're going to talk about being a parent, doing it correctly, being a parent, doing it naturally, but being a parent, doing it spiritually. Parts of the pie have to fit in. If they don't fit, something goes wrong. And that's what we're talking about when we talk about parenting. As a matter of fact, let me give you a definition of parenting that we're going to use. Parenting is a, well, when we say parenting, we're talking about rearing, which is a process of promoting and supporting the biblical, physical, emotional, social, and development of a child from infancy to adult. Now, who's going to support that child? Obviously, the parents. And 99% of the time, well, too far, but maybe 90 to 95% of the time, it's the female as a single mom, rearing a child, meeting all those needs. And God knows what's going on. She's trying to hold down two or three jobs. She's trying to take care of one, two, three, four kids, whatever number of kids she has. She's trying to take care of herself. And can always become the number one priority in the household. Well, by having this program tonight, we're hoping to help parents understand some of the techniques they can use. either it for them. Let them know the Bible is the answer yes, or there are things they could be doing in addition to the Bible that will support them. As a matter of fact, I got my training on this parenting program from a chaplain in the Air Force when I was in the Air Force. He saw me when we were working child abuse cases, and he said to me, why don't you come down and give me a hand? And I didn't know what to say or do because I was a brand new parent myself. I was a young kid. I was my and just recently married, has a four-year-old son. And he wanted me to come help parents, some teach parenting skills. I kept pushing them all, very politely, of course. But you know what? God is good. That chaplain never gave up on me. He came back to me a second time. He said, well, are you ready now? I said, well, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And then the third time, we bumped into each other in the PX, in the man's shop. We were looking at jackets and he... Line on a rack, and I pulled it, and our eyes met at the same time. And guess what? Are you ready now? I said, Okay, Chaplain. And you know what? I went down to the chapel where his office was, and I looked through the materials, and I started doing the parenting program, and I fell in love with it okay. that I hadn't done it sooner. So, with that in mind, I want to share with our audience that they can understand parenting is not a Biblically, there are answers, but there are also emotional answers we have to be aware of. There are things that are going to draw us down, force us out, the whole nine yards, and hopefully we can address some of those issues. The key point we would love to have is parents call in with the questions of concerns to the best of our ability as time goes on. As a matter of fact, let's give you the number right now. That number is 657 383 Again, that number is 657-383-1766. Okay, let's do a quick review of what we did last week. Last week, we said basically that according to Doctor doctors, two of them, Dr. Don Dinkmeyer, Sr. and Dr. Gary D. McKay, they were the individuals, psychologists, who realized that every behavior in a Has a good or bad behavior, but it has it starts as a goal. The child, the person, something wants to achieve something, and it starts up as a thought in the head okay, I want to do this. I want to get mom's attention. I want to get something. I want to go to sleep. I want to eat. Whatever it is they want, it starts as a thought and it changes into verbalization or an action. And those will alternate, but nevertheless, with that in mind, we want to address. Ninety percent of the time, maybe I don't have these statistics in front of me, but ninety percent of the time, our parenting skills work. We don't get any particular training as we would be a cashier, or if you want to be a doctor, or if you want to be any profession. We have to go to college to learn that. But for parenting, we learn it by observing. Osmosis. What I mean by that, if you hang around your mom and your grandmother long enough, sooner or later you'll pick up some of the techniques they have. More than it is for males. Men, nah, they don't really want to get involved with that. And and that's a shame because men are just as important as a parent as a mother is. Any child, I didn't see my dad. I don't know where my dad is. Well, if the dad had paid more attention to that child, he would have been interacting more meaningfully. Okay, with that said, basically, I want to just remind folks that the four goals of misbehavior, as, as the two doctors alluded to, a child wants to get attention. If he doesn't get it a proper way, he'll find ways to get it. And when he seeks for attention inappropriately, causing trouble for himself, trouble for others, and, in, and if it doesn't, if that is not broken, he ends up believing that's the only way to do things he's getting attention outside of what is normally accepted behavior, meaning whatever the law says is acceptable behavior, then that person now, I'm sure when Fasta gets back she's going to talk about maybe some of the cases she worked with. I will guarantee you that many men as she has seen, and women maybe, that she will see in prison, are subjects of what we're talking about today. They wanted either they want power, they want to be involved as, as, as the person who is in charge, the boss, or they want to have revenge, or they hurt me, or maybe after they hurt me, I'm going to hurt them, but then I learn to do it in advance. And then, of course, the manipulator, the con man, oh, I get things for free. All I have to do is use my smart talking. And it's amazing how much time goes into manipulating others when they could the job and buy the same thing, but it's a, it's a, it's it's an achievement that, oh look at that! I got over on somebody and I got them to give me their their tablet. I got over to get them, have them give me their phone for a couple hours, and then when they give it to me for a couple hours, I don't return it. And of course, that's a lot. There are a lot of manipulators out there, and we don't see them or know them until after we have been victimized The conned out. It's it's very sharp. People. He's learned that as a youngster and he's learned to sharpen his wits as time goes along. Bishop, any comment? Okay, sounds like the bishop's having difficulty. I'll continue, then. I'm, I'm back. You're back. Any comment?
2: I had but uh, uh, and the, uh, uh, the, the duty of a parent, as uh, uh, often said, as I said last week, and I'll continue to say, it goes in a two-fold manner. That's why God said, uh, uh, you know, that we have to teach those children. We have to teach them the commandments. We have to teach them, and they have to be embedded within their hearts. Uh, and, that's why it tells us down in Deuteronomy 22, train up a child in uh, the way it should go. Train them up means that we have to instill it uh, in their heart. We have to pound it in their heart. It does not say that once that that is done that those children is going to grab hold to it right away because we did not grab hold to it right away when it was granted unto us. But somewhere now we know that we should have gotten it back then, and we know that because of the way that we experience life and the way that we know it. It's meaning of being parents because we have children uh, ourselves today. Uh, Bless the Lord. And I remember... Uh, uh, The parents used to always say that what you do to them, you're going to get it back. And thank God uh, that me and my sisters or my two sisters, we didn't, uh, 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 we was not uh, uh, talking. We wasn't uh, uh, hateful. We didn't uh, uh, rebel um, against our parents. And it's not because that we was afraid. Uh, We was taught, praise be to God, that it was the right thing to do. That's why the Bible tells the children in Ephesians 1, I mean 6 verse 1, uh, children obey your parents, for this is uh, right in the Lord. This is the first commandment, with roll that thou days may be longer upon the land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee, and you will also praise be to God, find it in the book of Deuteronomy. And then in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 7, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou uh, sittest down in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou arise up, and when thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, amen, they shall be, blessed be the God, a fortress between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thine house, and on, blessed be the God, the gate. If the word of God the teaching us how to a parent was written everywhere. That Deuteronomy said it will be written, and then the children will read it as well. To what the rules and the the, the, the parenting is all about. I think then our children will be out better. We will have better parenting. Blessed be to God. That's why I say one of the best parentings. Uh, um, one of the best parenting rules. One of the best parenting education education is when you are a parent and know what it is all about yourself, because books can always tell you about what parenting is all about until you become a parent. They can give you a general idea, but a book have never had a parent, and a lot of those people that write those books are, are not parents themselves. They go in and they'll get a little data here, they'll get a little data there, and they'll write a book. But if you really, 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 really want to understand what being a parent is all about, praise be to God, what it is about cleaning up that kid, you become a parent yourself. And then when your kids ask you what this testimony is all about, what these statutes are all about, what these judgments and commandments are all about. Um, You can tell them because you taught them, they read them, even when you raise your hand up, it is written in your hand. Why? It's because you want them to get the whole idea that this is what parenting is all about, this is what me being a mommy and a daddy, and this is what you being a kid is all about, and you're putting it in their hearts, you're putting it in their mind, and you yourself Is practicing
0: it. Very
1: good, Bishop. Very good. Now, that takes time to discuss. And if parents are doing that, a wonderful job of helping the child understand what's going on. However, there's psychology taking place within the child. The child has a bond with him. In this case, we're going to talk about mom. It could be mom or dad. And the mom, if she is functioning okay, now I'm saying if, because there's conditions where. If the mom is on drugs, if the mom is drinking, if the mom is unemployed, if the mom has no income, it's going to affect her, and it's going to affect her behavior. But let's assume that everything is going fine. Mom has the time to share love. We talked about that before. Love goes a long way in building relationships. Love goes a long way in helping the child to understand what he needs to do. Love goes a long way in helping the child to respond to mom in way To adults in appropriate manners To just be appropriate because love is there Another word for love Or the result of love is encouragement When we share love We are really telling people We care about you We love you We like you We are devoted to you What does that do to another person Makes them want to reciprocate When I say to you I love you I care for you Or I say to you good morning, good afternoon What do you do You want to respond happens with a child however there will be times when the child does not get the opportunity to be encouraged the child becomes then discouraged and the discouragement can change into misbehavior or misconduct and sometimes the child attention i'm not going to go to sleep mommy i'm hungry mommy i'm hungry the child is not hungry the child doesn't want to go to sleep because he knows that when he goes to sleep there's a noise coming from under his bed, or somebody's banging on the wall, or there's an quarrel going on next door, or there are gunshots going on around him. The child is anxious, but he doesn't. So what he does is he seeks attention inappropriately. But if the mom is keyed in on that, then mom can spend time with the child. And then they're off to a good start. We're talking about relationships. That's what it comes down to, love relationships. If there's love, the child functions fairly, fairly well. Lack of love, the child becomes discouraged, and then of course, the child will act out and misbehave. And that misbehavior, if it's continued, a pattern of behavior where the child becomes a bully, maybe, or the child becomes a criminal, maybe, or the child ends up in juvenile hall, or, juvenile hall, or as an adult, the child ends up in jail. So, all those things can all stand because the child was discouraged, not just simply didn't have the support and love that should have been there. Now, a mom, a single mom, has so many different things taken care of. It's hard for her to really sit down and sit equally and as warm as she would love to. But there are ways around it. There are ways around it. We'll talk about that as we go through this this series. Anyhow, while we're talking about uh, the relationship, we're talking about practice. Practice means you put things into effect and try it and try it until it works we practice something, it isn't always perfect. When we practice something, we make errors, just like we did in school. When we go to grammar school, we go to third grade, go from printing to cursive, we don't always get it correct. Well, what do we do? We just throw the paper up and say, oh, to heck with it, I'm not going to stay in school. No. We stay, and hopefully we have a loving and supportive teacher who will help us, and help us, and help us, until eventually it it. Well, it's the same thing in real life. If a child at home has the the experiences where he is always being accused of doing something, that's a lot of weight for a child to carry. But if the child learns, or or let's say mom first, if the mom, you know what, I'm I'm saying too many negative things to my child. Let me give him some love and some support. That will turn the child's behavior around. So when I'm referring to practice, I'm I'm, I'm really referring to the D- Webster's Dictionary that says practice means to carry out or to apply or to be, be preached and to do so or to perform so customarily and habitually. Now, Bishop, you were talking about some passages and that's all fun and good. If we have parents who would sit down with a child and pass those passages on to that child, um, what happens if if that doesn't happen? <clears throat> then the child has to learn to cope the best way he can. Because of people who, as children, had episodes of legitimate attention seeking behavior. That's normal. Everybody goes through that. There were many repeatedly unmet. There many opportunities where the child asks or something and get it. And of course, when you're in poverty you have $65 shoes and mom says I don't have that I can't afford that and we we get angry at mom because all our friends outside have $65 shoes more than that. Well, if you don't have it, you don't have it, and the child can understand that if there's love in there in in that household. But when the child and that the child wants to gravitate towards its friend because he doesn't want to be bullied, then that's another issue that has to be addressed. I'll say um, perfect. Let's to go a little further. We are not human. Be- we are human beings, but we're not perfect in any way. Shape. Or form. We will constantly make mistakes, and that's nature of being a human being. It's when we stop making mistakes and we take things for granted, then we get into a lot of trouble. So I would rather use the term or the phrase near perfect. We could try our best to be near perfect, but the. We can never be perfect because God did not make us that that way. God made us so that we could improve as we go. Now on on earth is part two of God's plan. Part one of of God's plan would be the Garden of Eden. And we wouldn't have to worry about any of these things. It not happen. So now we have to deal with part two. So when we talk about being near perfect, we're trying our best. We're doing our best. We could ask that we do our best. We love our children, we do whatever we can to help them. We do whatever we can to help them learn the Bible. We do whatever we can pardon me, get the shoes, the clothes, or whatever that is they need as long as we're helping them and they understand we're helping them, and we're limited because of that's that's okay. The child can understand that, but if we don't come right out and tell the child what's going on, and the child doesn't have any sense that that mommy hate him or hate them, or her, but mommy doesn't have the money to buy those kind of shoes or get you something else instead, then the child could pretty well So let's talk about what happens when the child has to function or do behavior in a regular fashion. Well, here's how a child could come to close, perfect behavior. Now, remember now, there's no such thing as perfect behavior. it. How he could get good grades in school. How he could be good at helping mom with the, with the dishes. How he could be good at helping run errands. How he could be good at good morning, good afternoon, the manners he's learned. Well, first of all, he has to learn them. Second of all, the message has to be clear. The only child We love them, but we hit them up against the head at the same moment. That's not a clear message, is it, vicious? It has ever got a clear message that mommy loves me because they hit me against the head or the back or with a belt. Now, I'm not talking about the mom gives the child a spanking. I'm talking about it habitually. Another key element that comes into performance is genuine support. When the child learns that mom, dad, uncle, grandfather, anybody cares about them, daddy, grandfather, whoever it is, that they gravitate towards, and they get support from them. And the support doesn't necessarily have to be financial. Support could be emotional support. Go out to grandma's house in the summertime, and grandma makes pies, or grandpa would walk outside and walk and take the grandson fishing, things that he's never had before. That's all part of the child's development, growing. Then the child becomes, what, proficient at something, just like he learns to ride a bike. If he puts a bike down and says, I'm not going to ride a bike again because i fall on. While the rest of his friends are having fun riding their bike, he's going to be sitting there, get stewing and getting more and more angry because he can't ride a bike. In time to practice and practice and practice, he will eventually become good at it or proficient at it. So here are the key elements. I'm going to get into that in a minute If we have genuine support for the child And if the child learns To become proficient at it Through our help he becomes a functional Near-performed individual He is one who gets A's and B's in class He doesn't just have Years don't go to school and say get it. Come home with an A on your report card the child has to learn what he's talking about Okay Well <clears throat> behavior or performance or behavior itself begins when we give and receive clear factual messages whether that person is a coach, a parent, pastor or teacher, doesn't matter. if you look if you look carefully, what is a coach, a parent, a pastor, or teacher. Bishop, are you there?
2: Yeah, I'm here.
1: Okay. What about Common, a coach, a parent, a pastor, or a teacher.
2: Okay, I I, I don't know what happened called you're breaking up on me.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. A, <clears throat> when a child is exposed to a coach, a parent, a pastor, those individuals have something in common. <clears throat> My question is, what is it that they have in common?
2: The thing that uh, it depends on what uh, uh, the comment that they have. They are uh, all our uh, teachers. They are all are uh, uh, some kind of a parent. But the gold that they are teaching them in one way or one shape, form or fashion uh, to what depending on whether your coach, whether your parents, whether your pastor. Uh, of course, uh, out of all of them, no matter what anyone say, out of all of those four, your parent have presidency over all, regardless of what anyone say. And so again, and it depends on the question of the state. Me, because a lot of times people uh, 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 think that pastor or their coach or whoever have presidency over, but their parents have presidency over, regardless of what that uh, pastor, regardless of what that uh, coach, uh, or regardless of what that teacher will tell that child. Uh, that has to be instilled within itself. Ideal, objective, regardless of what anyone say. Uh, everything according to First Corinthians uh, 13, chapter, verse verses 1 through 7, it's got to be done God's way. idea is people always try to do it uh, in the manner uh, uh, that they want to get these things done themselves, Uh, and uh, it's good for me, which I do all the time, it's good for me to have book knowledge, uh, but my book knowledge don't do me a whole lot of common sense. uh, When it comes down to parenting my kids, uh, or at least when I did. Parent my kid, and of course, the one, uh, you know, per se, quote unquote, that I'm parenting now. And it goes on uh, without saying that the characteristics that, as you were saying, that love part, the characteristics of that love, because parents are to love their children. Let's the to God. Not only is parents to love their children, after all, the children was given to them by God because the children, number one, okay. did not ask to be here anyway. And so it's the duty okay. of a parent to take care of that child until they, they turn 18. It's the duty of a parent to, to raise that child in the manner that they should be raised, again, because that uh, child did not ask to be here. And then, as it says in verse 4, through verse 7. Charity suffer longer. Charity means love in action. That's what it's all about, love in action, uh, and it's kind. Uh, you have to be kind to those children to show them yes. uh, that you are there to help them, to show them that your charity is there when they need it, uh, and envious not. do not uh, 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 show any hateful or animosity towards that child because, yes, they did will react uh, in that manner as well. It varnish not up means, in uh, other words, it don't uh, get mad, it don't get puffed up, and things of that uh, 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 sort. Uh, it does not behave itself unseemly. If a parent uh, behaves his or herself unseemly, then you can about expect that child to do the same thing. Uh, and that parent is not always seeking, trying to please themselves, uh, but they want to also please the child, as you was talking, you know, concerning the shoes or whatever, my children was never raised up and buying the name brand stuff of, of, of that, uh, unless it could be afforded of whatever, and then when they got grown up, uh, they don't even do that now because we taught them the responsibility of the dollar that they work hard for. It's not easy provoking, and they think of no evil. Don't think that every time that someone say that your child done this or done that, don't think blessed be to God any evil about. that. always find out first because there is always two sides to everything. Uh, it don't rejoice exactly. in the sin that the child does uh, no more than a uh, child rejoices in the sin that their parents does. In uh, what they do, uh, in order uh, uh, for it all to work out, they have to rejoice in the truth. Uh, always be truthful to your child. Uh, if you are truthful to your child, uh, your child will be truthful to you. Uh, therefore, it bears all things. No matter what your child uh, goes through, if they come home with a bad report, Mama, I'm a uh, 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 pregnant or whatever, bear it with that child. Don't tell that child you stupid or you this or you that. Bear it with that child. Then believe in that child. Believe that, you know, that, that 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 they know what they have done, that you're gonna help them through that and then hope in all things that they do. And then once that it all come to a conclusion, uh, make sure that whatever that they encounter or go through, that you endure it with that child, letting that child know that your love is not just a verbal shame let them know that you're going to endure and let them know that you're going to stand there with them and when you put it in that perspective and teach your children in that perspective uh, and then I think your child is going to have a better understanding the parent is going to be satisfied because that they have done you know, what that they know is biblical right to do but, uh, 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 and conclusion as I say regardless of what is said uh, it's got to be done God's way it is got to be done God's way that's why we have both a natural and a spiritual because, number one, yeah. when it all boils down, when all natural sin has been stated, it all concludes that it has to be done God's way.
1: Exactly, Bishop, exactly. But to help families, parents, single parents especially, understand what's going on with their child or with themselves, so now getting back to the coach, the parent, the pastor, and the teacher. Yes, they all have something in common. They are teachers in all sense. Yes, the to charge, but more importantly, each of those individual have a relationship with a child that needs to be tapered. When I say, don't just bust out with your emotions, don't don't let your emotions, negative emotions, run with you. You have to keep it tapered, keep it down. So understand what's going on, and you give the child a clear message. Now you were talking about that too, Bishop, and it's funny that you should mention that because we'll talk a little bit more about clear and factual messages versus mixed messages, but before I do, allow me to illustrate a communication process. When we talk to a child, or we talk to anybody, we think just because we say words to them, the child understands what those words mean. Not so at all. Not so at all. Ten point. When I was growing up, there was a common word used around the house. I'll be with you directly, directly, directly. I heard that word many times. Bishop, you have any there? What that means?
2: Uh, no, I've never uh, heard. Uh, oh, you be with the direct? That I means oh, okay, yeah. They'll yeah, get back with you later on. I mean, I can get to you now, but we'll, I'll get back with you later on when I get time to get back with you.
1: Just the opposite. <laughs> Just the opposite. It's a it's a British expression. about my grandparents and and the lady she worked for. But directly means I'll be with you immediately. But rather than say immediately, they say directly. Now, when I was fourth and fifth grade, I heard the word directly. I looked it up, but I didn't know how to spell it, so I didn't know how to look it up. And I thought directly meant a certain time on the clock. It's within 20 minutes, within a certain time. But I never found a number to see what it meant. And again, that's just a good example of how we may use words that may go over. Time. So we have to bring those words down to their level. And now we also want to talk about three levels of communication takes place. Yes, we're using words, but there's something else that's going on too, two other elements. Uh, We have to make sure we get a message. We say what we mean and mean what we say. Don't just throw out the words, for example, directly. You know, just because I said it doesn't mean you will understand exactly. Uh, Let's add then to the words itself. Emotions. When we give out a word that it is exciting for us, we get excited, smiling, and even the tone of our voice sounds happy. When we're angry, does it change? Of course, it does. Our body gets stiff, our throat gets dry, our eyes start to shut down, and we give stares instead of smiles. So the third part that I want to put together is in the in, in, um, capsule would be the words we use, the emotion that comes out we use, and then our body language gives us or gives off a message that will affect the child. Now, the child is no dummy. The child will read body language, doesn't know what it means. But if you tell the child, come here, I love you, but your face looks like you're angry and mean, the child will know, that's not love, mommy. A hug and a kiss, and you, uh, as I said earlier, the love age, the hug, the kisses, the pat on the back, those kinds of good things, the child realized that's a good thing. Now, what do I mean by mixed message? A mixed message is basically we say one thing, but our body language is saying another, or our emotions, are another, or we use words that the child does not understand. Come here quickly. But well, what does quickly mean? Mean immediately, or does it mean get here get here? Well, we have to be very careful that we don't give mixed messages. Now, we could go on in long detail about mixed messages because that. But as we look through our life, we will see that yes, it's very easy for us to give a mixed message. We say one thing, but we mean another. It could be a little white lie, or it could be not realizing I'm not speaking on the level that that child or adult can understand. The old may not speak English as their first language. So, therefore, we have to break the words down lower for them to understand. Making sense so far? Uh, okay. Hello? Let's continue then. <laughs> Say again?
2: Uh, yeah, you, you you keep cutting up on me there, uh, keeping up uh, on that, so I hear you now. But uh, uh, okay. in, or anyway, right. uh, I thought you had, uh, uh, just one moment, there. I thought you had said uh, uh, directly, I didn't know you said directly, I thought I understand you to say directly, uh, uh, the, the because that's what they used to say back there in the olden days, and so that and was my I was misunderstanding. Saying,
1: yes. No, 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 that's the way it was said, and that's the way I understood it too, so that's why I didn't fully understand. And that's the example I'm using, because the way we were talked, I mean, the way our grandparents' talk is not the way we talk today. So we need to be careful, like, when we speak at a generational level, make sure that they understand what we're talking about. Because who knows, today, young, youngsters use a language. Again. Okay. Uh, we run out of time already, but uh in the... So remaining, what I would like to do is encourage our listeners to call in if they have any questions or concerns or, or prayer requests. Give us a call at 657-383-1766. 657 Okay. At what will help to make communication work possible? What would help to minimize the conflicts in the household? Help the child to understand what she really means. Well, here are some techniques I would like to share with you that would help the child and help you, mom or dad or whoever. Conflicts come across when there's a misunderstanding, and conflicts could lead to arguments or misunderstandings. There's miscommunication, there's disagreements, mixed messages could even lead to fights, and of course, violence. We are actively listening, we can get a clearer message. And what does it mean to be actively listening? Actively listening means using our ears, but our eyes. Because if our eyes see something that contradicts what our ears are hearing, our brain goes off, hey, something's wrong, something's wrong. And if something we need to clear clear it, or ask for clarity on it, or point out to someone, said that you're going to stop drinking that stuff, but I see you drinking it all the time. That's a clarification right there. And then if we clarify, then we get a better sense of what's going on. And then, for example, here's ways we could say, if we get a mixed message, we, we're we seeing one thing and we're hearing one thing, we could simply stop for clarification. Here's what we can say, for example. We could say, to better understand you, would you mind if I ask you a question or two? Of course, if you ask a question or two, that's the best and fastest way to get a clear, to a clear message. What did you mean when you said directly? Use it that way deliberately. When you ask clarif- clarifying questions like that, we get a better chance to have a clearer understanding to be said and done. And therefore, we could respond appropriately. Another one is paraphrasing. What does it mean to paraphrase? approach when we want to make sure we did not miss the elements of what was said. For example, a person might say to me, uh, I'll be there directly. Well, I heard the word directly. I have one sense of what it means, and you have another sense of what it means. So let me throw something out. I may say, so if I understand you correctly, when you say directly, you're talking about within 25 minutes or so. Is that correct? No, it's not 25 minutes. I mean, so what just happened there was clarification just took place and of course this goes on but it takes practice like everything else it takes practice we could summarize we can use this approach when we want to break up a lengthy discussion now sometimes we get into long-winded rambling discussions and we think we're helping the person to understand Mind, the brain does not handle more than three to five words at that time within a sentence or two. Well, let me take it a little step further. It was maybe two or three sentences at a time. But when we go into a paragraph that has 10 sentences, 15 sentences or longer, the child learns the sense of what is the question after all. If we start with one question, we go into another question or a third question, which one is the child going to that becomes confusing. So we have to ask for a summary. Dad, Mom, are you talking about the party we're going to have next week? Or are you talking about Bobby's party next month? See, the child asks for clarification so he can know which one you, you're you talking about, which one he needs to respond to. Another technique we can use is one known as you message. A you message is basically a reflection you, the listeners, heard what you have observed, what you're paying attention to, and attempting to defuse any possible confusion. Now, you, measure it would go something like this. Um, for example, I would say, uh, Carol, Mr. Smith, Miss Smith, whatever the person is, call the person by name so they can know directly we talk to them. We're talking directly to them, That in terms of. But eyes talking to them, lips talking to them, voice talking to them. You seem rather angry today, are you, mad? Very frustrated. We identify the emotions behind their body language and leave it as that. They will then tell you, yes, you know what? Because somebody cut me off and almost caused me a wreck. Well, that's understandable. But if you didn't ask for that clarification, then you would understand. That's where that person is coming from. And of course, this is too advanced for a child to understand. But if we practice this at home often enough, the child will pick it up. And as the child gets older older and learns those things, he will pick it up. And many times, as the child is being exposed to the child will have an aha moment. What I mean by aha? Oh, I got what you're talking about. Many times, if you ever tell a Doesn't get it, the child face will look like he's confused, and the more you tell a joke over a period of time, sooner or later, ah yeah, mom, I got it finally, and I that's a moment of celebration because now he found out what you really meant. I want to share with you is a i message, I the the letter I, i messages, Uh, we can. we let people know we want to get more information, but we have a difficulty understanding what is being said. For example, elements we use, four steps. We get their attention. Mr. Carroll, Mr. Smith, Mr. John, whoever we want to talk to, we call them by name because when we call them by name, they will turn around and pay attention to us. Then we identify our emotion. Mr. Oh, I'm happy. I'm disgusted. I'm frustrated when you do so and so to me, and then you name the behavior that they did. When you or you throw this thing at me, I get worried. I I, I get scared. I think you're going to hurt me, and then finally you you, you come over the consequences. From experience, that when somebody throws a, a piece of wood like that, it will hurt them. It could even broke break their leg, like it did my brother last year, and then we. This happened. Uh, I message approach just came across. Both parties, parent and child, understand each other where they're coming from. What's your What's your feedback,
0: Bishop?
2: Well, anyway, uh, it uh, this come. It all boils down to a training our children. It all comes down yes. to parent and. Uh, 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 been taught by and a lot of them learn from their parents a lot of them learn from their own experiences that they have and especially uh, because uh, when a a parent uh, have their first child uh, they don't know what parenting is all about except what they have learned from their parents Uh, and a lot of it comes through trial and error a lot of it comes through practice and things of that sort and so uh, it it has uh, so many different categories uh, that one has to deal with uh, that's why it's not necessarily c- uh, characterized uh, to one level uh, and not characterized to one uh, category because there are so many different avenues when it comes down to parenting regards to spiritual uh, 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 whether it is mentally whether it is uh, uh, naturally uh, whether it is spiritually it all uh, has to come from the Source of beginning, and when it comes from the source of beginning, that it has to start a child is raised uh, through their parents, and hopefully that that parent that raised them is uh, themselves are brought up in the Lord. That's how it all begins. Uh, uh, even the people's, uh, your know, psychologists and all of those, uh, they themselves did not get in the positions that they are without having parents themselves first, regardless of whether their parents were spiritually or whether they were uh, secular or by, you know, professors or, uh, whatever, or uh, uh, whether they was a cook or uh, whether they was a doctor or uh, whether they was a mechanic or uh, whatever. Those uh, 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 people that write these books and things, they had to get that experience from their parents first or going to school first or uh, uh, whatever, but it all starts out in the beginning, we starts from your parents raising you and then whatever that you turn out to be after your parents raise you, well, that determine your factor in life or the that you goes
1: very good Bishop thank you very much I'm looking at the time we're down to about three minutes we still in prayer closing thoughts okay. in the prayer so let me wrap things okay. up and let people know This pretty well concludes the parenting program that I wanted to offer so that folks can get on I have this thing written out if anyone would like to have a copy just contact us go to our website blogtalkradio.com Ice to Shine Radio, there's a comment section there. Write your name, write your comment, whatever it is you wish. Let us know what's what, and we'll take it from there. Okay, so with that in mind, Bishop, close and talk, please.
2: Okay, and let us... uh... Realize that parenting, uh, Amen. You have to look uh, to God in order to get your really perfect parenting. Looking into the hills and when it's come with your help, uh, and that whether it's in a spiritual setting or whether it's in a natural setting, uh, it all has to come uh, from God first. Uh, and if your parents do not teach you, we're hoping that you can get it, uh, Father God, by Your power and by Thy anointing, we thank You, Lord God, uh, for these segments on parenting, Lord God, that someone would have gotten something to help them further, and the parents of oh God that needed, oh God, and in encouragement that they have received it this day and last week. Now, let the anointing of God and the Spirit of the Holy Ghost overshadow God. You deliver our children from the cares of this world. You deliver them from the gangs and things that they are in. Uh, All of these blessings we ask in thine son's name, Uh, God give them to obey their parents, for this is the first duty in the Lord. Uh, In Christ's name we pray. Thank God. Amen.
1: And amen. Thank you very much, Bishop, for your support and for your Close in.
2: You God bless.
1: God bless things. Yeah, thank you. We're gonna wrap things up now and keep our prayers and our thoughts for those who are not here. And we let us know that we are here to be of help and be of service to them. So Bishop, we'll catch up with you next week. May God bless, and God bless you and continue doing what you're doing. Okay, now you pass same. on the good word too. Yes, thank you. All right folks, All right, we'll now. see you next week. Take care next now. Bye bye everyone. Next week, there you go Continue praising God, here we go